0: Well, if you haven't, he's from the 16th century, and like many Europeans during this time, their eyes were set on conquering the known world. Imperialism was the flavor of the day, and everyone was trying to expand beyond their European borders. Well, Hernán Cortez had his eyes set on the Aztec Empire because they had a lot of resources, but most importantly, they had gold. And everyone for hundreds of years has known this, that the Aztec Empire had riches beyond belief. However, he had his eyes set on it, and he was not going to fail. Now, when he arrived with his many men, they were fired up. They were ready to go and conquer this land. However, it is historically known that he was great at painting the picture, of course, telling them what kind of generational wealth they would accumulate, how this would affect them, their lives would change, the empire, everything, right? So they were very motivated and very excited. However, there was a little bit of doubt in the back of their head. It is human nature going to go off the battle, going to conquer this land well what if we don't survive well guess what he decided to do he had a very ingenious way of trying to motivate his men and ensuring that they were successful and as history has it it says they burned the boats he instructed his men to turn around and burn them flat you might be wondering why on earth would he possibly give them this order and why on earth would they follow it one simple answer is because with those boats burnt They had no other way to leave that land except in the other boats after they conquered. So they guaranteed success or death. And as history has it, his men conquered the Aztec empire, their gold, and all of their riches. So today I'm going to share what does this have to do with me, why I'm irrationally passionate about all of this stuff as far as NFTs, and how it ties into what I'm doing going forward. So for you history buffs out there that might Google this whole story to see if it's true, you'll see that most likely instead of burning the boats, he scrapped them and he used the materials for other things. However, burning the boats is a much better visual. It is such more inspirational and sensational, especially for marketers telling a story. However, either way, the boats were destroyed and they had no other option, either succeed or death. And I tell that story because coming into Web3, after discovering all this wonderful stuff with blockchain technology, in particular with NFTs, I decided to burn the boats. I knew that this was the future. This was the direction that I wanted to go into. This is where I was putting my career and everything that I wanted to do going forward. So I was willing to burn the boats as far as sacrifice, my safety nets, my comfort, and the path that was laid out for me to pursue this new land, these treasures. And to many people, this is irrationally passionate. And others might say this is borderline insanity. Why would I leave what most people would say would be a great life, something that was laid out before me in order to pursue this thing that might not result in anything? And it's almost like that same scenario. It's either success or death. Why would I put myself in that situation where most people might look at where I was and say that is absolutely awesome. That is what I wish I achieved one day, but I'm willing to burn the boats and walk away from that. So, as far as what I was going through, you have to understand where I am right now, but most importantly, you have to understand where I am coming from. So, let's go back to the early 2000s. When I first came online, this was with eBay and all these different things and these various platforms that were just coming out. The internet was just really coming on the scene and coming into its own Well, I discovered e-commerce, and I was selling all sorts of different things. This is from high school, so at a very early age, in my teenage years, my mother just allowed me to set up all these online businesses. I'm selling, I'm doing PayPal. Every other day, I was going down to the post office to ship out things, I was selling my own things, I was buying things wholesale and flipping them. You name it, I was doing all this stuff through online business. Now, when it came to college time, I knew that whatever it was that I was going to do in the future, it was going to be on the internet. I wanted to do something that I knew could scale and really was the future. So, of course, I landed in e-commerce and I started to build out websites and I was doing not ridiculous amounts of money however as a college student making a thousand dollars or a few hundred dollars per month by selling out of my dorm room was absolutely amazing considering the fact that also i was a full-time student i was a football player and also i was an ra now when i factor all these things out i can't even figure out how i did all this stuff because the hours of the day just does not add up but i definitely remember there were times when i would literally go three days straight without any sleep going to practice and doing all of this stuff and i would still function today i would Absolutely crash and burn. I could not do that. I could barely do 24 hours these days. But that was the time. I just knew that it was an amazing time, an amazing opportunity. So that was coming out of high school, 2004, coming out of college, 2008. And I knew this was where my future was. This was my million dollar idea. This was where I was going to build my success, my legacy. And that was how I was going to support my family, retire my mother, and so forth. Well, guess what happened? 2008 financial crisis. Everything went up in smokes. And credit lines and everything was just being dried up, and it was just an absolutely horrible time. Around that time, too, also, I started to pull out money in order to do things in my personal life. I was in a relationship and all sorts of crazy things, and it all just came crashing down financially, my business, just everything. So at the ripe old age of 23, I decided to shut down everything as far as e-commerce and do some more traditional, some more steady things, more stable things, especially going through all the personal things that I was going through at the time, and I exited e-commerce. Now, this was in my early 20s, and I lived long enough to see in my late 20s that e-commerce just absolutely exploded. Everything took over, and people that came into the space when I was in e-commerce that didn't even know half of what I knew, they were still in it and they are doing well. And it's like the green-eyed monster of Envy started to kind of set in. I was like, man, I was kicking myself. I can't believe that I was onto this thing. What I was doing, it was working. I was there, and now I'm so far behind. So I, of course, put all that away and said, you know what, that is doing nobody any good, sitting there and saying shoulda, coulda, woulda. What I need to do now is just get into this thing and start building, start doing my thing, Building on all of my knowledge. Now, the lucky for me was that pretty much everything that I did in the old days, of course, the olden days, years before that, was much harder. So many tools and so many marketing advances and everything just made everything so much easier. So I was pretty much able to get back to where I was within a matter of months, what took me years to accumulate. I just built on everything that I knew. However, I never really picked up that momentum, that excitement of knowing this is cutting edge. So much is ahead of me now in that particular sector that I was in. There was so much competition and there was just so much and it was very discouraging for the most part. However, I was still plugging along, doing different things, putting out content, creating things, sharing this knowledge with other people. But truthfully speaking, I was never able to get back the amount of sales and the momentum that I had initially, especially since I had a day job and I was doing so many other things. And then I relocated to Jamaica. So it was even harder to do that from Jamaica. The infrastructure as far as e-commerce and everything is just not there. So I just made a hard task into an even harder task. So I was like, oh, man, this is so discouraging. I can't believe it. I'm in my early 30s. And what I was doing in my early 20s, like I was on the right path and I got off of it. Well, just around this time, that is when I stumbled into Web3. I discovered NFTs, started to figure out all of these different things, and I was like, yep, this is definitely the future. Brought me all the way back to the time of when I was on the cutting edge of everything, just working out this e-commerce stuff, trying to figure out how PayPal works. All those things that I was like, yep, no one is doing that, but I knew it was the future That is exactly how I felt when I came into Web3, started doing NFTs and all of this stuff. So I just knew that this time around, I'm going to commit. I know I'm very passionate about this stuff because history may not repeat itself, but it definitely rhymes. And I saw the pattern of where this was going. That same excitement that I felt back in 2002, 2004. Going forward, and I knew I was onto something hot. Well, that is the same excitement that I felt when I discovered NFTs. So immediately, I started to see the future. My mind started to race, and everything. So of course, I started to scribble out my ideas. I started to put together all my plans, and seeing how I could apply all this stuff to really build businesses and integrate all this stuff into what was already working. Plus, different areas where problems that were not solved in the traditional way of things, how they could be solved in Web three. And I just knew, yep. This is definitely future. This is somewhere I need to go. I need to shift all of my resources towards this. Now, trying to balance my day job and trying to do this Web3 life and stuff overnight, it is very difficult. And as I said, so trying to do double duty of working a day job and then trying to do all this Web3 stuff in the middle of the night it was very taxing on my body. It got to the point where I was falling asleep standing up and it was just crazy. I was forgetting things. I just knew I was so sleep deprived and all that. And I just knew I was not passionate about what I was doing on a day-to-day basis. I was spending... 70, 80 hours sometimes doing that pre-pandemic and then after the pandemic, still 60 plus hours and it was very unfulfilling. Sure, it gave me food, it put a roof over my head and clothing, but I was like, you know what? This really isn't it. I believe that I was meant for so much more and I see this opportunity before me right now and sure, I could continue on this, but I just know 40, 50 years from now, I'm going to regret it and say, man, I wish I gave it my all. I wish I spent more time in it. So I decided to burn the boat. Going back to the whole Cortez story and is literally the option that I'm giving myself is either to succeed or die. Well, that might sound a little bit dramatic. I don't expect to die if Web3 goes crashing or anything of that nature. But what I'm trying to say is, there is always that option of sitting where I am, just being comfort giving, uh, comforted by giving all the excuses as to why this is not the good time, why I shouldn't dabble into this. I'm not young as I used to. I didn't have all the energy. This is a new area. Do I really want to learn all this stuff again? Well, you saw what happened last time. There was a financial downturn. There's no guarantees with this stuff. It is so risky. I mean, I could talk myself out of it a million ways, However, I was like, nope, that is definitely it. I am going this direction. I'm doubling down, irrationally passionate, despite what everybody says. I don't care how awesome they thought my options were before me. I knew that was not fulfilling to me. I knew that would not bring me to the path of where I wanted to go. Regardless of if eventually I was able to make massive amounts of money in that area or whatever it might be, I just knew I wasn't passionate about it. I did not love it. I was just doing it. It was just a job, and in the case of this, it is a family business, so it was more so my commitments to my family than necessarily even the business, and it got to the point where I was like, you know what? I don't even want to go into work. Sometimes I wake up and I have to listen to motivational speakers. I have to do all this stuff. I used to have to do push-ups and exercises outside, but now I've been uh, basically lacking so much sleep. I can't even get up and exercise. So it's like even that is taking a toll on my body. But what I'm trying to say is all of this stuff was what I was looking at. And I was like, you know what? There is this risk. There is this option. That could totally fail. I could fall flat on my face. I could lose all of my money. However, there is not anything anyone could tell me that this is not the future. And just as confident as I was then, despite all the quote unquote adults saying that I need to focus on real businesses, I need to focus on traditionally what has worked and all those things, I just knew that this is also the same time or the same thing that is happening with this. And I know a lot of those people, they're telling me that because they mean well, they want me to actually succeed. And they're just risk-adverse as far as not wanting me to step out into the world and get eaten by lions and tigers and bears, oh my. And of course, now in modern times, we don't have to worry about that. But we're talking about failing in business, losing all your money and losing your house and all that stuff. That is what people fear today. And I know a lot of people that are throwing their negativity at me, they truly and genuinely love me and they don't want me to go out and fail. But at the same time, their love for me is also hindering me. So I know it is a dead weight in the sense that I see the vision. I know this stuff can work. So in order to do that, I have to burn the boats. Just cut off all those safety nets, knowing that there's only one way to go and it is forward. And there's an acronym that I absolutely love. I probably used it a dozen times on the show already. It is FOCUS, F-O-C-U-S, follow one course until success. And that is what I truly believe with all of this NFT stuff. And you might be wondering, well, why do I always have to speak about NFTs in such a positive manner? It's because I truly believe it. I really do. So much so that I'm willing to sacrifice all that in my personal life to go for it. Now, putting out this content and all this stuff is great. It is fine. And Danny, you can hear it in my voices sometimes. Like Literally, I'm putting this stuff Together, at I'm falling asleep because I'm going days on one hour of sleep and that is not sustainable, that is not healthy. However, I know I'm putting out the content, doing the research and I'm sharing that with people, taking them on this journey and I am grateful that you are listening to this stuff and if you listen every day, you can hear. Some days I'm like this, where I'm fired up and doing this very early in the day. I actually literally just ate lunch so I have my tea and I have my tuna sandwich and everything in my body right now so I'm fully energetic and I'm gonna go back to work Pulling another shift. Basically, most people would be going home in their nine to five day jobs. But for me, it is just having lunch and then going back to do the second half of my day. And I'm coming home after eight, nine. It is a long day. but. I'm not saying all this so you can say, oh man, that's so horrible, such long days, he's working in Jamaica for that pay and brother No, that is not what I'm trying to say. First of all, nobody made me come here, no one made me decide to work with my family or anything of that nature. It is all about the commitment that I have to them and from when I was in college, I said, yes, I'm coming, I'm going to help in the business and so forth and yes, I fulfill that but however, when it comes down to it, I've been here now for I believe seven years or so and it's like, you know what, it's like, what am I going to do? Am I sacrificing my entire life to basically stay in the comfort zone and have this cushy plan that is sort of laid out before me? Or am I going to do what I'm going to do? And what it really comes down to is I think there'll be so much of my potential that is left on the table that if I don't make this jump, if I don't do this, and if I don't really explore this area that I truly believe in, I'll always have that what if. And there is nothing worse than a shoulda, coulda, What and the what ifs? That's the type of things that drive you crazy. I am perfectly fine without going out there, trying my absolute hardest, giving it my all, crossing all my Ts, dotting all my I's, doing everything that I was supposed to do, and completely failing. Then sitting back, not really trying because I was a little bit afraid, and then seeing how it worked out for other people, and then sitting there and just wondering, it's like, hmm, what if I did that? That was before me as well. I could have gotten when I could. Now, this might sound like FOMO, but it is not the same thing as FOMO. What this is, is trying to avoid the fact of getting to my end of my life and thinking and wishing I did things differently. Spending 80 hours in a business that is not really fulfilling to you is not really a message that I want to pass on to the next generation. That is not the example that I want for uh, uh, my family members or anything or display to know that really I sacrificed so much of my life for something that I was not passionate about. To me, that is irrational. So risking all of that is really not a risk to me. I am going after the potential of something great. And when you actually do a lot of the psychology stuff, because a part of marketing, a part of all this stuff is understanding people. So I read a lot of psychology and it comes down to entrepreneurial people, people that are willing to go out, and start their own businesses and what have you. They have something in common and there are two different camps basically that people fall into. They're either making their decisions because they're avoiding pain or they're making their decisions because they're moving towards pleasure. The majority of people avoid the pain. They don't want to be broke. They don't want to be hungry. They don't want to be laughed at. They don't want to fail. They don't want to end up back at the bottom of the totem pole. They don't want people to see them working low-end jobs and so forth. The list can go on and on and on. Or the other side of things is the person that sees the pleasure, like what they want. They want the freedom. They want the time to spend with their family. They actually want is fun times on the beach. They want to be able to tuck their children in. They want to go on vacations. They want to spend time with their parents as they're aging. They want to be able to invest time into their church, their communities, their charities, their organizations that they're very passionate about. They want to be able to commit into all sorts of things that they could not do otherwise, and that's why people go into the whole entrepreneurial thing. Now, of course, there are some people that are motivated by the money and so forth, but as you can see, that was sort of just a second thought I just remember that like I'll throw that in there at the end. Yeah, there's some people who are looking at the cars, the riches and so forth and whatnot, but that is not why I'm doing it. What I look at is basically what you can get from those riches and not necessarily so much the riches. The riches, the money, all that stuff, is just a way of keeping score and if you give me the option of doing something that I'm absolutely passionate about and making let's say middle class income or doing something that I absolutely hate and being paid a fortune and just being miserable, I am want to take the middle class income. But here's the thing. I think the beauty of this coming into the space so early, seeing all of this stuff and just really exploring it and doubling down and getting in it, I think you can actually achieve both, just like how those NFT projects that launch, that they are creating all sorts of value for artists and communities and creating sales and revenues and royalties and so forth. But there's also charities involved. There's so many good that comes out of it. Look what happened in Ukraine, how quickly they raised millions of dollars, even before the government decided to chip in from all these different countries. People in Web3 were raising funds and donating to that or anything that really happens for that matter. People's houses burned down. There's people that have cancer and some horrible things happened to them. And guess what? Web3, within a matter of minutes, came to the rescue and helped other people. I can even think of, I was just on Twitter and I was looking at one of these creators that I really liked when I first came into the space and what have you. And I saw that she was selling one of the NFTs for the community that she was most passionate about. And the reason why she was doing that is because I think she needed either a new car or she needed a new computer, something of the sort. I can't exactly remember. needed something. And it was an emergency and she needed the funds from that NFT in order to pay for that. And when she put that up and she said, hey, guys, you know, I just want you to know that I'm not abandoning this community. Absolutely love you in every minute. However, the reason why I'm putting this up for sale is because I need the funds." And then someone from that community said, don't worry about it. Check your wallet right now. I gave you the full amount for what you're going to sell it for. However, I don't want it. I purchased it, but sent it back to your wallet. Check the blockchain. Now, how awesome is that? You have those funds, you're able to help somebody out, you can send it back to them, that community. So that's the type of stuff that's going on here in Web3 that is not really all about the dollars yet. There is money to be made, don't get me wrong. Bills have to be paid, the lights have to stay on. Family bills will come up. Health issues will come up. And they might not take NFTs or crypto as payment. However, you know, having that ability to make those profits or doing whatever it is that you want to do by doing something passionate that you absolutely love, I think is far more important than just focusing on the dollar and the safety and security and all of that. So that is why I'm rationally passionate about NFTs. That is why I'm going forward. And that is why I have decided to burn the boats. And I truly believe that I'm going to get this Aztec gold despite how many people have failed before me. So with that said, I'd love to know, what are your thoughts on all this? Feel free to let me know if you think I'm absolutely crazy. I need to stick on the path that I am and don't go all in, don't burn the boats, whatever it is. But however, really, the ship has already sailed. I told my family that boat has already been burned, but whatever you want to say, feel free to reach out to me at Tropic Vibes on Twitter. But as usual, I just want to thank you for coming on this journey with me as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later.